0: Child's trick-or-treat bag was found to contain meth. Yeah. Yeah. On the bright side, uh, the kid did manage to hit 19 houses in under two minutes. See, meth gives you lots of energy is the joke there.
1: But there's a downside, Jack. <laughs> <coughs> now Johnny has no teeth. Um, if I cared about the health of the
0: Democratic Party, and I don't, I actually don't care about the health of the Republican Party much. I- I'm but- rooting for both of their deaths. <laughs> But if I cared about the Democratic Party, and most people in the media do, you'd think this Donna Brazil book, with excerpts coming out
1: today, would get a lot of attention. Maybe it will. I found it astounding what she has said so far. Uh, Hillary is an evil mastermind. Of course, I think people sense that. Some people knew it and said it out loud. Others just, they had that human sense of danger, danger. And we'll get to some of the particulars in a second or two, but the you have more introductory comments, I will well, step out of your way. Uh,
0: uh, just an, just a, a, a minor overview of the amount of money and power that they controlled before they ever had the nomination, which is not the way it's supposed to work.
1: All of it and all of it.
0: All of it and all of it. And right. that's not the way it's supposed to work. Bernie never had a chance. And, um, and then Trump's pollster coming out the other day saying... His polling, he believes Bernie would have won if Bernie had been the nominee, which is, you know, if you're a Democrat, that's got to make you mad. It's not hard to imagine that the guy that was packing stadiums all across America and had that kind of enthusiasm could have won. Right. Nobody was enthused about Hillary Clinton. Bernie yeah. was the mirrored opposite of Donald Trump. He was the, the the party outsider who was galvanizing the youth movement of America and packing stadiums. It, it would have been great to see them go at each other. People were so into him. Nobody was into Hillary, but... The people that controlled money were
1: into So Donna Brazil, longtime Democrat activist and uh, headed the DNC for a while. Yeah, and she was the campaign
0: chairman for uh, for Al Gore, so she knows how the whole thing works.
1: Yeah. Um, her her the piece in Politico that is a a long long excerpt from her book, I guess, is talking about when she took the helm of the DNC. She promised Bernie she'd get to the bottom of whether Hillary Clinton's team had rigged the nomination. Uh, She mentions the cache of uh, stolen uh, emails, Russian hackers, blah, blah, blah. But some of them could have been forged, and that's the one thing the Russians do. They'll take an email, and they'll keep it 95% legit. But then they'll insert a little thing that's really, really nasty. It's clever. It's insidious. So she said she'd get to the bottom of it. So she followed the money. And she writes, number one, scathing indictment of Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I mean, a complete, you know... Prosecution and conviction of Debbie Wasserman Schultz on every level as an administrator, a fundraiser, an honest person, etc. It is really harsh. Um, uh, duh, 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 duh. She wasn't interested in controlling the party, and and I have long really disliked Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I think she's an evil blot on the nation. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. But the the main stuff's the Hillary stuff. So we'll skip over that. But um. She had been told, along with all the the board members, that the DNC was in good shape, it was debt free, was in good shape. But then she takes the helm and finds out there are millions of dollars in debt. And that officials from Hillary's campaign, I'm quoting now, had taken a look at the DNC's books. Obama left the party $24 million in debt. Fifteen million in bank debt and more than eight million dollars owed to vendors after the twenty twelve campaign and've been paying that off very slowly. I tell you what Barack Hussein Obama cares absolutely nothing about running up horrific bills on other people 's tab, whether it 's the nation or the dNC That much is clear um astonishing levels of debt, and none of the other officers knew it even though. The party bylaws say there has to be a unanimous agreement to take on debt, to get a loan. So that is the party of uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Barack Obama. Uh, More criticism of uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Um, So what happened was Hillary and her people said, we'll take care of all that. We'll raise all the money. In return, we decide everything. Which is what happened. So including
0: starving uh, state races for money, which is why Democrats, you know, not only lost to Trump but lost so many seats across America, uh, Hillary was taking all the money that would have gone to, to uh, other down ballot races.
1: That's right. Listen to this. So the DNC was on life support, etc., cetera, etc, cetera. under FEC law, an individual can contribute a maximum of 2,700 dollars directly to a presidential campaign. But there are much higher limits for contributions to state parties and the party's national committee. Quoting from Politico now, Individuals who had maxed out their $2,700 contribution limit to the campaign could write an additional check for $353,000 to the Hillary Victory Fund. That figure represents $10,000 to each of the 32 states' parties that were part of the Victory Fund agreement. And then a check for $33,400 to the DNC. That's the limit. So in effect, instead of $2,700, you could donate $353,400 to the Hillary Victory Fund. Well, wait a minute, you're saying. But all those contributions were to the state. What happened was, and this is according to Donna Brazil, the money would be deposited in the states first, then transferred to the DNC shortly after that, And the DNC was run entirely by Hillary's campaign. And money in the battleground states usually stayed in that state, at least some of it, but all the other states funneled all the money directly to the DNC, which quickly transferred all the money to Brooklyn, a.k.a. the Hillary campaign. States kept less than half of 1%. Of the $82 million they'd had to have amassed from extravagant fundraisers, Hillary's campaign was holding. Less than half of 1%. And the rest then was uh, routed back to Hillary's campaign. And she still lost to the guy from The Apprentice.
0: And Donna Brazile had to call up Bernie Sanders weeks, just weeks before the election, and tell him, look, I have dug through this to try to figure out what was going on, and I figured it out. All the money was being directed by Hillary not the not the party, it was being directed by Hillary long before she got the nomination, which is not supposed to be this, the way it's supposed to work. Right. Um, she got to control how the money was spent. You know, that's a, <laughs> that's in addition to her finding out the uh, Donna Brazile. Does she mention in her book? Because it was Donna Brazile that was giving Hillary the debate questions, wasn't it? Yes. So she figures out the money's being funneled only on Hillary's side, not on Bernie's side. And Donna Brazile herself was giving Hillary the debate questions before the uh, the debates happened, which has got to be pretty angering to Bernie. And she told Bernie, she said, I don't trust the polls. I'm not sure she's going to win. Everywhere I go around the country, I find a lack of enthusiasm for her. So, so I suggest you get out there and campaign hard, even though you don't agree with everything she agrees that uh, that that she's in a favor of. Mm-hmm. But um, she said if she had Donna Brazile said, because she was, remember, she was the interim chair after Debbie Wasserman Schultz had to quit. Um, Donna Brazile said, I never would have accepted the, the, the position if I have known this was going on. She told
1: Bernie final hilarious note is during all this time, Hillary is sanctimoniously campaigning about uh, campaign finance reform and getting money out of politics. Hilarious. Uh, just one more note, um, about the agreement that the Hillary, uh, campaign had with the DNC in return for raising the money. And this is, this is at the beginning. This is long before the nomination. Uh, in exchange for raising money and investing in the DNC, Hillary would control the party's finances, strategy, and all the money raised. All of it. Her campaign had the right of refusal of who would be the party communications director. It would make final decisions on all other staff. The DNC was also required to consult with the campaign about all other staffing, budgeting, data, analytics, and mailings. There was no Democrat Party. It was the Hillary campaign.
0: Yeah. And uh, I remember at the time we talked about this a lot. What what I learned from all this is the whole idea that we've done away with the smoke filled rooms to choose candidates. Now it's up to the people to vote has been a shroud, at least for a long time, maybe since the beginning. Mm -hmm. It is a it is an attempt to make us all feel like we have a role in it, but they decide who they want the nominee to be. And they put their thumb on the scales to make sure that happens. Donald Trump was such a bulldozer of a movement. They couldn't stop him, but on the Republican side, they certainly tried, though. Right. With all kinds of different maneuvers to make sure that he couldn't be the nominee. He just was too big. Uh, Hillary was too big for Bernie to overcome. All the advantages she had with all the money and the debate questions and everything else. And the fact that they wouldn't give him any office space, he had to, he and, and all the different things that we now know. No, Hillary wouldn't give him any office space. But they're, they're private organizations. They can, if they want <clears throat> to, announce. The, the Republican Party could announce today, our nominee for 2020 is this guy. Yeah that's what we're going to do. And they get to. They can do whatever they want. Sure. As Donna Brazile says in this piece, I didn't find anything illegal. It's not illegal what Hillary did with the money. It's unethical. Right. It's not, you know, it's not what the
1: voters thought was happening, but it's not illegal. Right. How many times during the campaign did we try to communicate that to y'all? What about democracy? What about the political parties are not the country they're not the constitution they're the your local Kiwanis club but they they're are, your local little league
0: but they are claiming it's a democratic process which is oh, you know please. should anger <laughs> they they're, they're using us all as kind of focus groups and a, and a bit of a reality tv show to get people excited about candidates right Right. But it's not to choose the
1: candidate. That's not what they're doing. Right. And uh, one final note as we go to break, and please jot this down. You remember we were talking uh, yesterday about Paul Manafort and the requirement that foreign lobbyists uh, register and blah, blah, blah. And nobody does because nobody enforces that. And, and they can't believe anybody even ask. Well, take a look at campaign finance laws. Yeah. And how a $2,700 limit, $2,700, becomes $343,000 with like a sixth grader's ability to evade the rules. You think all these greed heads and these geniuses, and a lot of these people are geniuses, who make their living siphoning your money in D.C., you don't think they can get around the next set of regulations you guys pass? Please grow up. Keep growing government. You'll you'll be able to keep them in line.
0: So, the big Republican tax plan, it would be the biggest overhaul of taxes in 30 years or so, they say. The details are out. We're going to try to get somebody on to talk about that. It's
1: time to stick it to the rich. What about their fair share? Stay tuned
0: to the Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Percentage of Americans
0: name their car. What percentage of Americans name their car? I'll hit you with that in just a second. I got, I got, I just, I can't stop thinking about this Hillary Clinton uh, Donna Brazile book that's out. Mm. So I don't know how much attention this is going to get. I haven't seen it anywhere other than the, this political blast. I, th- I think it should be huge. It should be huge, and it shows you to me. And and it's tough to talk about either Trump or Clinton or or whenever you're talking about the two of them. Everybody sees it as a taking sides, yeah, but what about this? This is completely in a vacuum, only talking about Hillary. Has nothing to do with the virtues or crimes of Trump, all right? Just (laughs) Hillary in a vacuum. Right. If she had been elected president, she would have been freaking Richard Nixon. Yes. She is willing to do Anything, especially when it comes to making money, she would have been willing to do anything to get around the rules. Yes. She honestly (laughs) believes, and, and people apparently figured this out about her. She honestly believes the rules are for suckers. I none of this applies to me. She took all the money from the Democratic Party for herself. Bernie didn't get any, down races didn't get any, she just took it for herself. Not illegal as a lot of her stuff isn't technically illegal, right. but incredibly
1: unethical. Right. She is a Machiavellian evil genius with absolutely no moral, moral compass. And she's still going around getting interviewed
0: every single day about this book, talking about how awful Trump is. And she's stealing all the money, burning that never had even the
1: slightest real chance. It's amazing he did as well as he did. Well, it is amazing she did as poorly as she did. Think about what a steaming pile of excrement she was as a candidate, which I've been telling you for years. That With with her financial advantages, her name recognition, her gravitas as a former secretary of state. Her opponent. And a senator. Well, yeah, even in the primary, but she had to fight for her life. Against Bernie, who is an ancient socialist, he's, twenty-seven dollars. He's he's an ancient. He's a madman and a socialist. And she had to fight for her life against him. Then she lost to the guy from The Apprentice, who talked about grabbing women by their vajays. I mean, bing bing
2: bong bong bing bing. bing.
1: Well done, Democrat Party. Well done. Yeah, Meanwhile,
0: she, she had all the money and everything in her in her control, and still had that. Level of a challenge from Bernie Sanders is pretty amazing.
1: Right. Meanwhile, the the Republican Party has no idea what it is at this point, and is so divided it can't govern uh, appropriately. In my opinion, it was like when we were talking about the John Boehner profile yesterday. How he thinks some of those uh, those conservatives and Tea Partiers just uh, they betrayed the party. They should have gotten in line. Yeah, to continue growing government and trillions of dollars of debt and lying about being conservative. Yeah, I wish those damned you know, Jason Chaffetz types had fallen into line. John, you're right. Boy, both party. I wouldn't give you a nickel for either political party at this point. And the Libertarian Party nominates a metal patient. Great.
0: Here's, Great. Your, here's your answer. What percentage of American car owners name their car? I have in the past, but it was a long time ago. I've always kind of seen it as something you do with, like, a jalopy of sorts. Give it a name. Unless uh, you're a
1: woman. Mm. I think an adult man should not name his car. I would concur. You gals, okay. It's part of what makes you lovable. Uh, One out of
0: three. One out of three people name their car. Of course, mine is named Eugene. (laughs)
1: Eugene? Edward? Jonathan Carr, Jr. <laughs> um, there you go. Does it break it down by men and women? It doesn't. It doesn't? Well, that's not helpful. I could have made that up, though. You could have. Well, I hope you did. Uh, I have uh, name a car.
0: You know what? I had an old blue at some point, I think. Might I, have been my Volkswagen.
1: I'm not sure. Since I was a little kid, my sainted grandpa uh, on my dad's side, um, what a, absolutely wonderful guy. Just worshipped him. I love both my grandparents, both my granddads. They were both terrific human beings. But my, my... You said terrific. Because it sounded a little like you said horrific. Terrific. And I'm I know sorry. it. Well, you know
0: me. It's the way you drop F-bombs and everything like that.
1: And I have a mouthful of marbles. It soothes me. <laughs> um, so, no, terrific human being. Um, he's This was my grandfather, who's very successful. And then... When his industry changed, he lost it all, and he owed a bunch of small vendors uh, a lot of money, and he refused to declare bankruptcy. Instead, he paid back everybody his company owed money to the point that he was broke. And, and my grandma was broke, which ended up being kind of unfortunate in her later years. But he said, these are a bunch of small guys raising families. I'm not going to stiff them. And he's a, a beautiful guy. But anyway, uh, during the successful time, he had this big Cadillac. And I would sit, you know, this is back in the 70s, I would sit between my dad and my grandpa on the armrest, without sure. a seatbelt, of course, and we'd go driving around, uh, you know, the neighborhood. That's pretty cool. So I always wanted a, a, an old man car. Since I was a little kid, I wanted an old man car. And a few years ago, I, I got one. I had one. Uh, it was a big old uh, Lexus that I bought used, but it was an old man car, no doubt. And partly because of the way it drove, I did name that car the White Whale. So you one of the people that name their cars. Yeah, but th- th- that's different. That's different than naming it, you know, Johnny or, or, you know, I don't know. Isn't it? it, it it's, it's derisive. It was derisive and based on classic literature. Doesn't that give yeah. me a bit of a, a, do I get to keep my man car?
0: Well, it's got to be something like that. To just like name it Mike or something is weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is my car. I call it Jerry. <laughs> Just, Why? Just, you can justify it how you want, but you named your car. Yeah, you did. Uh, what percentage of men name their genitalia? Maybe you can come up with that, and we'll compare the two.
1: I have not done that. I have not. I have not done that either. I thought you said you had.
0: Uh, I, it was uh, named by a. Oh, uh, I see. Uh, Someone uh, made it for you. Yeah, and <laughs> I've said a companion at one point in my life. Yes, yes, and fair enough
1: channels uh, do you want to know the name? <laughs> Is that from the video we did yesterday yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know the name? it's kind of funny go ahead
0: the governor <laughs> <laughs>
1: What party was the governor all night That's the honest to God truth too. <laughs> Is the uh, governor available for an interview? <laughs> I think he might be.
0: Oh, Hilarious! Boy. Yeah, I
1: know. Isn't that funny?
0: Uh,
2: what's coming up? In your news, Marsha Phillips. Oh, well, we got GOP tax reform. How is, what are his policies? <laughs> Come on, GOP tax reform. How is it going to affect you? Egypt's ancient pyramids revealing new secrets and actor Kevin Spacey now seeking treatment. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Let me
1: know when he takes full responsibility.
0: Is he into some sort of rehab? Don't crawl on children when you're drunk rehab? I want to hear that story. Don't be a chicken hawk rehab. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. Anywho, so yeah, we're trying to, uh, we got somebody lined up to talk about the tax plan as the details are coming out and what it might mean for America. Even though, as I said earlier, we all look at the tax information and immediately right. look at how it affects us, which just makes sense. Plus shocking yes. dollars and cents. Are you proud of yourself? I'm working, uh, <laughs> working, uh, angling to where to get on morning television. <laughs> you
1: gotta be dumber than that. Keep trying.
0: (laughs) If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. There you go.
1: So if uh, we have time, we'll also squeeze in some shocking excerpts from the Bin Laden papers. I have in front of me right now a letter to a couple of his sons.
0: Including the one son who they believe is in charge of Al-Qaeda now and uh, really consolidating power. And we now have pictures of him as an adult. Well, the government's had them for a while. Yeah. I don't know why they kept all this stuff secret, which is its own story. Mm. So stay tuned for all that. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, as you
2: mentioned, House Republicans are releasing their tax reform plan today, and we have a number of summaries. Politico, for example, reporting the plan would cut the corporate tax rate to
0: 20% from 35%. That's huge. If, if that's the only thing that happens, that's a big deal.
2: The plan also includes cuts to individual tax rates. It'll increase the standard deduction for individuals and families. Retirement plans, including 401ks, appear to be untouched. And again, the top tax rate for wealthy Americans would stay the same.
0: But they'd raise where it kicks in to a yes. million dollars from
1: 400-some now. Yes. Well, so if that applies a, to anybody, yeah. Well, yeah, it applies, I'd imagine, to a lot of small business people in the blue states where we broadcast. Um did they talk about So
0: that's about... a major change. And you know, it's interesting how things get reported, but I'm hearing a lot of that that the top tax rack rate would stay the same. Will it kicking in at a million
1: as opposed to four sixteen is a pretty major change. That's a huge change for right. the people in that uh, yeah, tax bracket. Um did they talk about S Corps at all? Well we'll have an expert on in a couple of minutes. Well, so
2: I'll run down I can run down the rest of the bullet okay, points okay. I came across. Okay the uh, the plan proposed new limits on the tax deduction for mortgage interest the summary says it would reduce the cap on the deduction for interest on those mortgages of $500,000 for newly purchased homes the current mortgage cap is
1: a million dollars and the new york times Again, point must point out any national standard for that yeah. is absurd same limit in Coonholler, Kentucky, as in San Francisco, California. That's
2: absurd. And the New York Times reporting one of the biggest flashpoints is going to be how the bill treats the state and local tax deduction, which lawmakers are proposing to cap at $10,000. Now that's not going to be enough for Republicans in high-tax states where middle-class families make heavy use of the deduction. So as this plan is being un- unfurled, uh, ba- basically they're going through talking points and uh, each of the journals is picking up various and sundry
0: aspects well, of right. this. And then for your own individual situation, yeah. you've got to put all the parts together to figure out how far ahead or behind uh, the current system you, you are. And I heard one Republican point out, and this is true, that the one of the reasons it's easy to assail any tax cut plan as, as this is a gift to the rich is that the last 30 years, Since the last time there was major tax overhaul under Reagan, more and more and more of the taxes are paid by the rich, whatever those numbers are. You know, like the top 5% paid 60% of the taxes or whatever. Well, if you've got a tiny percentage of, of people called the rich that are paying... The majority of the taxes, of course, any tax cut is going to benefit them.
1: Well, right, they're yeah.
0: paying the, the vast majority of the taxes
1: for the whole country. How could it not? How could it, how would it right. not? How mathematically how would you avoid that? I prefer the term the successful. I think it's time to stop demonizing people who've seen success. The rich, the rich. What does the rich mean? And again, a national nice. standard. You make three hundred k in San Francisco. Congratulations, you can keep the lights on. You're making that in Coonholler, Kentucky. You own the entire town. And the town's only diamond mine, to quote Bob (laughs) Dylan. Scientists have discovered a previously unknown
2: hidden chamber in Egypt's Great Pyramid. The first such discovery in the structure since the 19th century. Time portal? Is that what they think? Well, they're not quite sure exactly what its purpose is. That's my guess. The report in the Journal of Nature. That'd be
0: awesome. It would be awesome.
2: Says they made the discovery using cosmic ray imaging, yeah. recording the behavior of subatomic particles that penetrate the rock similar to X rays, only much deeper. It's amazing. Oh,
1: I hear you using your dramatic voice. It's just so some sort of ultrasound. Get that a yeah. I
0: am surprised yeah. that there are any chambers in the pyramids to yeah. yet be discovered. It's where they kept the camel chow. So it'd stay dry. <laughs> it, could be, it could be something very simple like that. Yeah. Um, does anybody visit that stuff anymore? I've always wanted to visit the pyramids, but do, do regular tourists go to Egypt these days? Tiny, tiny fraction. Right. right. Of what used to be. It's too dangerous. Yeah. I would love to see the Sphinx. That'd be really cool. Hell yeah. yeah. I wish I'd gone when the getting was good. When a Mubarak, a nice guy like Mubarak, had that country clamped down.
1: Steady rolling dictator. You can count on him. Mm.
0: House of Cards star Kevin
2: Spacey says he is now seeking treatment after further allegations of sexual assault.
1: Seeking treatment. Please. Same place Harvey Weinstein
2: went. The two-time Academy Award winner's publicist said last night he is going to be taking time, Spacey's going to be taking time out to seek evaluation and treatment. There is no word on
0: what sort of treatment Spacey is actually pursuing. Yeah, that's pretty interesting for... Uh, uh, how old is that charge? However many years? It's a long time ago. 32
1: years, I think. It's
0: pretty interesting. You go into treatment now for something that happened 30 years ago.
1: That he doesn't even remember, he claims. And I believe right. it, because according to everybody involved, he was hammered. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, like I, and like I said why would you cancel house of cards a successful franchise on the basis of a single incident 32 years ago clearly the guy he likes boys he likes very young or underage gay men and boys allegedly
2: houston astros winning their first ever world series last night 5-1 game seven victory over the dodgers finally winning the championship in that franchise's 56 season Dodgers fans, yeah, in a state of shock. I can't even talk. I'm kind of speechless right now. Tough loss, man. Tough, tough loss. There you go. Tough, tough loss.
0: I didn't have a huge rooting interest in either way. I was hoping Houston would win. But I think it's good for sports anytime the team that has spent the most money doesn't win at all. Because if that ever became the norm, it would really take a lot of the fun out of sports. Right. This guy had a rooting interest.
1: Party all night long and somehow make yeah. an 8 o'clock flight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting yeah. a guinea show, The Voice of the as West. As
0: it is about 17 to late, I wish we could talk to him right now. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm familiar with the feeling he's got. So there you are at the gate. How are you feeling? He's trying to keep a little something in him, drinking some coffee.
1: Oh, uh-huh. I tell you what. The man who has Game 7 tickets and books an 8 o'clock flight is an unwise man. Don't do it. Or he's just a really good partier and he can pull that off. Well, He'd have to, to, to put me in a stretcher and load me onto the plane. But.
0: So we're going to try to talk to a tax expert about what these uh, this, this overhaul of the system could mean for you or most people.
1: Some and Bin Laden paper stuff.
0: The, the the It's millions of documents, right? Yes, I've read them all, and I'm prepared to summarize them. Most of them in Arabic. Luckily, Joe speaks Arabic. Fluent. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. should know about, huh? Giant chamber discovered in one of the pyramids. They're not exactly sure what it was for. If it were grain, maybe Ben Carson wasn't as crazy as he sounded. Wait a remember minute. Remember at one point when Ben Carson meant to, uh, huh?
1: I do remember that <laughs> somewhat vaguely and
0: regretfully. Uh, and we got this text. I went to Egypt in the mid-90s. The pyramids and sphinx were amazing, but the level of poverty was so depressing, I have no desire to ever return. Huh. Yeah. And... uh and a a uh, a baby was born on Halloween that has the last name Frankenstein. Fantastic! Is that a sign of the end times? <laughs> I think it
1: is. It certainly is.
0: Fantastic, Joseph. Do, do we have do we have a location? Transylvania. Uh, the, take a guess. Seriously, just take it. Pick any state. Take a
1: guess. A state, Florida. Of course, of yeah. course, it was Florida. Of course, it is. <laughs> so I'm looking at the Bin Laden papers. Millions of documents. Snatched up by the Navy SEALs as movingly portrayed in Zero Dark Thirty, which I happened to see a chunk of on Gable the other night. And we were all excited at the time. Oh, my God. Right. But they didn't release hardly any
0: of it until yesterday.
1: Well, I don't have any problem with the really useful intelligence stuff. I don't need to know that stuff if it's real national security concerns. But like everything with the government, when in doubt, keep everything secret. So they did. But I'm looking through the stuff and it's it's really Well the argument is
0: that some of the secret national security stuff was stuff that showed that Al Qaeda was as, as alive as ever while the president at the time was claiming that it wasn't. Ah, and yes. That's why they kept it secret. Right. Right. That's what bothers me.
1: Al Qaeda's on the run. Well, Osama bin Laden's dead. Al Qaeda's on the run. No, they weren't. Not even close. Liar. Anyway. Uh, So, uh, I've come across a number of things that I found interesting. Here's uh, one of Bin Laden's letters to his sons, Uthman and Muhammad. First of all, you got Bin Laden, devout Muslim. I have two sons. Allah be praised. I will name one. Muhammad. Of course, after the prophet. Oh, Muhammad. The other one, uh, I don't know, Uthman or something. Zeppo. How do you feel is the son
0: named Uthman? Which one's the kid that's currently in control of Al-Qaeda that they think no is clue. as big a deal as his old man? I don't know. He was featured on 60 Minutes a while back. Yeah, it's really interesting. He's really consolidating
1: the power. and um, it's Tito Bin Laden. So he, he talks a lot about how nice it would be if uh, if they could be together, but they can't be. And then he says, you know, I sent you that list of phone numbers. You've got to call the first one, then the third one. A lot of stuff like that. And then he has Note colon. You and the brethren should remember any questionable action or observation in any hospital in Iran. If they inject you with a shot, this might be loaded with a tiny chip. The syringe size may be normal, but the needle is expected to be larger than normal size. So the chip size may be as long as a seed of grain, but very thin and smooth. Notice if they take any of you for an operation for good or no good reason and inject you.
0: He's worried about his kids being chipped in Iran.
1: Exactly. Huh. Exactly. To benefit us or the Iranians or mm, that's an interest well, yeah, the the uh alliance, the cooperation between the Shiites in Iran and Al Qaeda was very, very uncomfortable. So yeah, I thought maybe they were gonna turn on him and chip his kids. And then the other thing that I particularly enjoyed was Osama bin Laden on leadership. In the name of Allah the merciful the beneficent. Point one. In every society, and, and just hang with this for a minute in every society, there are a number of distinguished minds, and they are responsible for leading their society to what is good and the youths of 15 to 25 years of age cannot live without meaning outside of the needs of human life. Point two: the nation today is in need of a revolution to avoid the coming crises by paying attention to the importance of benefiting from the previous successes and failures. Duh, 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 duh. Reference to the time being too narrow to recognize the coming crises, which is the result of oppressing the nation's minds in centuries that are past. The importance studying the cause of great imbalance. This guy sounds like every management consultant I've ever heard, and every book I've ever read. I'm sure he has a five point plan that spells out: great, galvanize, retreat, evaluate, (laughs) attempt totality great you remember that and you are on the road to beating back the crusaders it's it's on and on in this god God, this corporate mumbo-jumbo well that's what he was more than anything else right
0: he was he was a manager of a very large organization
1: well yeah he was one of the potentates of a giant construction company with a lot of money family a lot of money under his control a
0: heck of a lot of uh, employees across international
1: lines yeah, right, exactly. He was the CEO. There's a really touching letter to his mommy in here. Essentially, says, says, uh, it's a shame I haven't seen you. Thinking of you? Hope all is well. Got a bit of a security issue here, so uh, where I am, which uh, might rhyme with monada bad.
0: <laughs> uh, what is known about his porn collection? I've heard that it was a lot, a lot of what they took was porn. And they're going to keep that secret for copyright reasons. Well, I don't think you need to release Osama bin Laden's <laughs> porn. Yeah, how about a, a list of uh, titles? Although it would be pretty interesting if it's something particularly untoward. Uh, just just given the ideology. I mean, the fact that he's looking at porn at all shows it to be, you know, the whole thing to be a fraud. Not that that's surprising to anybody, but, you know, the, this incredibly... Uh, pure, chaste life is just is a lie. As we all sure. know. But even at the level of Osama bin Laden.
1: Copyrighted material? So you can't... I guess, how about they put aside a room at the National Archives? Osama bin Laden's porn. Have the bead curtain. You have to at least look 18... You can go behind
0: it. I want to hang out in there with the kind of guy that's going in there. The producers of Sexy Infidels 13 have lawyers, too.
1: (laughs) Uh, The intelligence agency has rejected a request to release the information on bin Laden's porn, which officials only confirm that it is modern in nature. (laughs) As opposed to, like, grainy black and whites of some old gal? (laughs) With feathers and stuff in front of her, what, what are you talking about? Modern in nature,
0: some old gal with
1: feathers. Um, the uh, website Bro Bible still good enough for the governor. What was uh, <laughs> was told in 2015 that the CIA was prohibited by federal ra- law from quote mailing obscene matter. Lawyer for uh, the old uh, bald headed James Clapper. The then director of national intelligence said, "We're not going to release these materials due to the nature of their contents." It's filth. I
0: wish you could have gotten an honest question to an Osama bin Laden or any of his followers about that. Of course, you know the Taliban—they—they—they're—they're they're raping children, and so there's all kinds of weird sex stuff going oh, on. Oh yeah, they marry women for the hour, rape them, then divorce them. That's—that's that's part of their whole thing.
1: Yeah. So really, the idea that they had a porn stash is not that interesting. By those standards. But I mean was it goat stuff or Michael suggested perhaps camel toe. Oh jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. Michael, we don't need that sort of You're listening to the Armstrong
0: and Getty Show.